0: Well
1: hello everybody, uh, got the recording started and we're ready to go here with our teleseminar. want to welcome all of you, I'm Mark Howard and um, just want to say a few things about the teleseminar. Um, usually um, I have some things that I share on the topic for uh, the teleseminar and that's about maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes and then want to open it up. For any of you that have questions or any comments you'd like to make about either the teleseminar or around the principles themselves, um, I want you to feel free to make comments or ask questions. Um, if any of you have heard the past uh, teleseminars, a lot of uh, comments and questions really led to some very uh, uh, um, moving discussions. So again, uh, welcome. Um If you have a question or a comment that you want to share, you need to press star two and what happens is I see uh, that you have a question here and then we'll get to you so um, I'm going to share a bit on the topic and then open it up to you all to share or you know um, ask a question and if you want to do that, you need to uh, Press star 2 on your uh, phone. Um, Okay. So um, I was really excited about this teleseminar we missed last month because I was traveling and up in New York for a bit doing a wonderful conference. So um, I'm glad to be back with the teleseminar. I was really uh, moved to share um, this topic and I uh, want to share a few points about uh, the principles and feelings, um, because uh, people seem to um, have some sense of this, and I heard some things in my listening to Sydney Banks that uh, may help us see feelings a little deeper. Um, but, you know, this is this connection between the principles and, and feelings and emotions um, is one of the first insights I've had in the 32 years I've been sharing the principles and, and deepening my own understanding of the principles. And it, and it really shifted me. And I've shared this with many of you, and many of you have heard this on videos or talks I've given, But the key here is that uh, before I realized the relationship between the the spiritual nature of thought really, and how uh, emotions are really the result of of our thinking, um, you know, I've been trained in many approaches in psychology that honored emotions as if they stood alone that they had a life of their own. And a lot of our work was for people to realize more of their emotions and to get emotions out and to hopefully when people express emotions, they get some understanding that would help them change. Mm -hmm. And um, I uh, did my training through the 70s. And in those days, particularly in the San Francisco area, in Northern California of the states, um, we were really looking at uh, more of a kind of a hippie movement and uh, kind of uh, uh, the way we would do a lot of our uh, meetings was, you know, in offices that had these large pillows with psychedelic uh, pillowcases on them, and uh, that would be what people sat on. And, um, And some of the popular methods at those times in helping people get feelings out was to have them imagine somebody on a pillow and then take a pillow in their hands and start whacking away at that person what they were feeling with anger. So the understanding that came to me in 1982 that really shifted this whole way of looking at feelings was a big one. and um, And again, it came as we're going to talk together about through a, an insight, a realization, an understanding. I I really saw something deeper than an intellectual understanding. Uh, so, um, and again, what I saw was that these feelings we have don't stand alone. They're not something that uh, has some really truth to them, so to speak, uh, that they're made up. Not that they're false, but they're made up through the power I have to create thinking. And that really shifted me and shifted my work. And the understanding that has followed through the principles now around that is that, you know, thought creates feelings. And recently there's a common saying going around in the principles that uh, we feel our thinking and um, there, that is true, but it isn't really something to get at an intellectual level. It's for you to find your own insight into the fact that the principles of mind, thought, and consciousness are manifested uh, through thought in, moment to moment in your life. And it creates for you a reality that you live in for that moment of thought. You know, it's the experience you live in. Now, feelings are really a reaction to thought. See, feelings are really a way that you know um, we can we respond or experience the thought that is created. So feelings really are a result of the principles being manifested in your thinking through the power we have to create thought. And that shifted me and shifts people that understand this, get an understanding for it, some insight into how feelings are, what feelings are resulting from, uh, the way we were taught to think about things being created by what we're facing in our lives, like a relationship or a person or a friend or a boss or work itself or trap, anything we could come up with outside of ourselves, I used to attribute as the reasons I felt the way I did. And, um, you know, I had to do something around that outside thing in order to feel better. And uh, what it did, this insight into the fact that thought creates feeling, shifted me to see, to look within myself. And that shift for people uh, changes them. It's what everyone needs to find a way to um, really change the way they're experiencing feelings about life. And it isn't really that it turns you into your own personal thinking and you look at that. It takes you deeper to the fact that you think and that your feelings are a reaction to that fact that you cannot help but create a reality that you are living in moment to moment, whether it's bother, whether it's worry, uh, whether it's joy, whether it's love. You can't help but create that reality because it's going on moment to moment through the power of the principles. And as a result, whatever it is that you're creating in your thinking, you're going to feel. You're going to have emotions as a result of that. And so that's a big change for people to move from blaming those feelings as if they stood alone as a result of what circumstances you're in or people you're involved with to the fact of your own thinking. That's a big turnaround. And you don't want to see uh, 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 that there has to be some way or technique you have to use to get there. You just want to reflect on this connection and let the understanding occur to you. So, for me, one example of the change was uh, you know i would I, I was a person in life that would uh, always think that my ideas were right, and so in our clinic in staff meetings, I was always debating people uh, you know telling them in a way how uh, they had it wrong and I had it right now I didn't know I was in that kind of game but that's what I was doing and, um, and, you know, would be bothered by their approaches and their, <laughs> their explanations. And when I woke up to the fact that night when I heard the principles and realized that, uh, that my feelings were being created through thought, they were a result of my thinking. It shifted the way I looked at people. And um, and this is another uh, result of finding this the principles and their relationship with humans with an insight. When that happens, it calms you down, it seems, and then there's room for other ways of, of thinking. And so when I went back to the clinic, I realized that I was uh, uh, creating my reactivity, my emotional reactivity to my staff members through the way I was thinking about them. I saw that really clearly. And so it gave room inside of me to look at them from a different way. So that was the first thing that occurred to me is, um, you know, take another look at them, see what they're about. And I, then the thought came to me that they're in the human condition too like you and they're doing the best they can given what they are thinking is a way to help people. So that eased me back. I was no longer feeling any pressure to correct them. I didn't see them in that way anymore, and uh, that led to you know living in that understanding led to you know my being approached six months later by a colleague saying, "You know, you know you look different to me i've seen I've been watching you, and you're onto to something, and I want to know what it is that you're learning because you're a different person." Uh, but it was a different person, not from strategies about changing my thoughts, but from realizing how thought creates feeling. And just living in that uh, when I could. And um, that realization carried over into uh, changing the way I operated with people. Because it was no longer my, whatever feelings I was having in the, in the, uh company of other people uh, I couldn't get away from the fact that I was the one through thought creating those feelings it wasn't coming from them so that helped me a great deal and um, uh, and that realization is what I wanted us to just kind of reflect on together through the day today because uh, even though feelings don't stand alone or have a life of their own, they do help. Uh, Because you know what I've seen, and this is just my talking about what I've seen with the principle, is that the the thought that creates the reality you're living, you don't see that forming. I I don't really have an experience of seeing that thought being created. But I do know uh, what feelings I'm having. And I can use them to help me see uh help me know about my thinking. So our feelings really play a, a nice role in helping us know where our thinking is at the moment and where we're heading. And that's a beautiful guide to use feelings in that way. So it's a whole different way of using the feelings that I'm aware of uh in a way that helps me uh, with the thinking I'm doing, you know. And uh, it is completely away from uh, having to uh, change my circumstances. Uh, Sandy Crot, a colleague of mine, has a wonderful metaphor she uses to talk about this, and I love it. You know, if you're at a stoplight with a car next to you and your engine light, your warning light goes on in your dashboard, that isn't giving you any information about your your neighbor's car at all. It's telling you only about what your car is up to. And that's a great way of seeing how this realization really brings about a change in us. Now, it isn't a change that's done uh, with, again, methods or strategies. It's a change that occurs just because you've had a realization and you're living at another level of consciousness. So, I still have a whole range of feelings. It isn't that feelings are uh, 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 are, are ended hundred percent, but my level of of feelings are different they're much more positive, and um, the awareness of uh, of the thought feeling connection occurs to me much more frequently. I see what i'm doing. It occurs to me through thought uh, a lot more frequently. So feelings are a nice guide for us to help us see what's, what we're engaged in in our own thinking. And that alone is a beautiful way to, um, to look at the principles. So it keeps us looking within to our understanding of the principles. Not to force us to try to get to a higher level of thinking, but just to know what's going on alone helps. Just to know what's going on alone. And for me, what it opened up over the years and still does is a richness of positive feelings that I would, that would visit, that would visit me. Uh, you see, they would visit me, but I didn't know that's where you were meant to live. So, you know, all through my life, I had feelings of, uh, that we would call like, you know, gratitude or love or joy. But I didn't, you know, they would get overruled a lot by, um, you know, the way I, I, I learned to think, huh? That would create a lot of bother in me and annoyance and irritation. So I didn't really understand that these, positive feelings were kind of connected to something deeper and that that's where we were meant to live. It's kind of like what we were born with. And so through the years, I've seen that I manifested those feelings a lot more and live in those a lot more. It's, you know, it's just a feeling of, of, of love and understanding that gets manifested in generosity and compassion I was just talking to a young man yesterday, actually, who started to think there was something uh, wrong in that he was helping his friend. And what was awakening in him were feelings of compassion and generosity. And he thought he was getting too concerned about his friend, but we started to talk about how with the fact that he's understanding the nature of thought and he's less in fear, uh, these beautiful feelings that are kind of our birthright start to manifest. And I want to share one other thing here uh, with you through the, the time we have before I check in with you all. I have been um, listening to Sydney Banks tapes that I have and reading Sydney Banks and I would encourage all of you, if you're not, to go back and pick up a book by him or listen to him again. But he shared something. I was on a walk the other day, and I was listening to a tape. And he shared that um we have feelings that are so deep and positive that we don't even know we have them. We've forgotten that we have them. We were born with them. But, you know, through the process of growing and developing, we take in the thinking of the level of consciousness of the community, you know, of uh, of the world. And we forget that these deeper feelings that are within us, and uh, they're positive, very positive feelings. And he was talking to them, and it really struck me, because there have been moments in my understanding of the principles that I have found those deeper feelings. I've glimpsed them. And, and it made more sense to me why Sid Sidney Banks always says, listen for a feeling. And they're just these these deeper feelings that you know you could call love, but they're pure love because they're not about you. It's not that you uh uh have the feeling of love and it's the you love somebody that it's in your life. You have those, but it's more deeper than that where it's not really about you. It wasn't, it isn't about Mark Howard. I'm just in the feeling. And, um, and I'm just in that deep feeling of love or deep feeling of contentment. So I'll, I'll share a few things about that. Um, there was a time, there was a, uh, my wife and I went to, uh, Simi Banks Long Beach seminars and he's got a DVD out on the Long Beach seminars and so I would, recommend you take a look at those. But the first morning, it was very, very deep and I can't tell you anything really of what he said about the principles uh, but I remember having a deep, I just remember having this just beautiful feeling. And um, he said, take a take the afternoon off and just enjoy the, the the time here. And my wife and I both were in this feeling. So the feeling was so much of a lightheartedness and love and contentment that we didn't even think we were in a relationship, you know. I mean, we knew we were connected, but we didn't think about our relationship. We just went about going into the town of Long Beach, and uh, we would just follow whatever came up, and we were giddy, you know, laughing, and, and we didn't have really, honestly, a sense of ourselves we just had a sense of this wonderful feeling. And um, it went on for hours. And, you know, and then we came back to our personal thinking in a way. You know, we kind of thought about our, you know, we got more into that thinking. But I just wanted to share this with you because it's a feeling that's deeper than, you know, some of these other higher levels of of, of feeling of being grateful. People say, well, I'm really in gratitude. I'm so thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my health. Well, this is a deeper uh, sense of that feeling where it isn't about you. It's just in it. And it's that contentment I talk about in the addictions uh, videos I've shared and in the addiction program videos that Joe Gonzalez and I made. It's a deep feeling of the spiritual nature of you uh, where is nothing except pure, pure, like love or just a pure positive feeling with no thought. So in that feeling of contentment, I talk about how there's no thought of you needing anything more or uh, needing to stay there. There's no thought coming, there's no thought about you. It's not personal. And it helped me understand a, a story that's been shared, you know, beyond second hand about uh, a friend who's wits in me when he had those first few days of of his of his insight. The one that he talks about, where you know he was at that couples retreat, and somebody mentioned to him that um, anybody he, he heard, he says, was I'm not insecure. I just think I am. And then he said he was in three days of just pure love. And uh, there's a story, uh, that his friend says in those days they, they were walking in Salt Spring Island where British Columbia, where Sydney lived. And he turned to his friend and he said, you got to really hold me because I just want to hug everybody I see. So, um, again, it's just that feeling carries you. For him, it was really, really deep. It was it was just beyond what we know but it's there now what helps me in hearing this that there is more depth to love that we can imagine right now is not that I strive to get there or try to find a way to get there it just is nice to know it's there that I can go even deeper and uh, like I said, I've had glimpses of that through the years of my un- evolving my understanding of the principles. And I just heard it at a, I got touched by it at a deeper level, listening to him again. And I know, I, I just know that this is true. Um, and I just keep an eye on, I just keep an eye on hearing it, something from there, of experiencing it. And that's what to do with uh, when you hear uh, uh, the principles talked about. It. That's what to do with, in our talk today about how thought creates feeling, how feeling is an indicator of the thinking you're doing. Not to try to strive to get a deeper sense of that, but to just um, keep yourself pointed to that truth. Now, through a day, you lose sight of that. Thoughts come in. Thoughts are always being created. But what's nice about having some insight about the principles is that it will occur to you what's going on. And so you don't even have to work at remembering the principles because once you get some insight into it, it will occur to you. You, In fact, you can't keep yourself at a level of consciousness anyhow. So if you just go about your day and relax about yourself, you will remember um, what you've known so far about the principles. So like the first evening when this really hit me and a realization that I just make up these feelings, they're just made up to the way I'm thinking, um, that's all I knew. But it started to occur to me throughout the week Uh, after that night, it just kept coming up. Uh, if I'd get upset with my wife or bothered, you know, I'd get in it, but then all of a sudden it occurred to me, wait a minute, that's just your thinking, see? That's how it would come to me. And once that came to me, I'm living at, now I'm living at a higher level of consciousness and bother. And so I'm open to new thoughts about that. That helped me out. And then as you continue to keep your eye there, your consciousness rises, you're thinking at a higher level. You're living in more of these deeply, deeply positive feelings that we are. Um, so, uh, So instead of, for me now, instead of it being visiting positive feelings, I live in those more. They're just kind of more of what I live in. But that's still thought, too, you see. It's still thought. You must realize a, um, an experience through thought. It must be realized through thought. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's you you just have to see that that's how you know what's going on. That's how you know a feeling. But there's a deeper level of feeling, Sidney Banks keeps saying, that, you know, listen for it, that looks like it's beyond thought. It's beyond you. That's pure love and understanding. So you keep an eye for that manifesting in you. So today I just wanted to talk with you a bit about how the principles relate to feelings. How your understanding of the principles can move you toward. See that feelings don't have a life of their own. That they're being, they're just a reaction to the thinking that you're creating through the power of thought and consciousness. You have a conscious awareness that is being manifested through thought. And there's much, much more to, you know, to um, what deeper positive feelings you can live in. And you don't want to go on a search for them. You just want to keep open to, to their coming to you. That they're being manifested in you. And you also want to know that's really where you want to live. That's where you're meant to live. You know, you're meant to live in happiness and well-being. You know, Sydney says that heaven is here. It's a state of mind. It's a state of consciousness. It's a state, not a place. I love that. I love that he does say some things that to me are look practical. Oh man, I could see that. And, um, you know, I was always looking to heaven being a place to get to. But it isn't. It's you right now. And again... I said this to this uh, young man yesterday, you know, the happiness you're looking for that's getting manifested through you from your compassion for your friend is with you right now. It's with us, the two of us right now. And it's with you, you and I right now, the people here in the telephone. Were it not for the thinking, now we can't help the thinking, we're but you just want to get a feel for what's available to you, and he got it. You know, we said, "Oh my God, I just know why I come to talk with you." He said, "Because you just kind of make it all make sense to me." And here I was for the week, kind of caught up in thinking there was. I was kind of caught up in thinking critically. I mean, you just kind of cleared it all up. But it really is. It's really nice to know that there is a level of consciousness deeper that will provide us with um, the deep feelings we're looking for that we have forgotten since our birth. And innocently, innocently. And when Sid had that deep insight, he touched it. He couldn't help himself but be in love and understand And he says about that period of three days, it corrected his past. And so all of the bother and fears and all that were created from his past left. So so I wanted to share that piece with you, too, today on our call. So I've talked a lot. And... um, I'll continue if you want, but I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or comments or um, either about the teleseminar or about your understanding of your principles, um, feel free to share them. And if you want to share them, press star 2 on your phone, and I'll see that, and we'll talk. Really... um, I really would love to hear from from some of you. We're not gonna be able to get every one of you in with the time remaining. But but when you do share, you help all of us. And um and and if you have a question and uh, you know feel free to, to to share that. So again, if you um press star two, anywhere along the way now, um don't mind interrupting uh, my talking. Okay, so here's someone from um, looks like Gulf Breeze. Is it Eric? Hello? So somebody raised their hand and I opened up the mic for you. Um is it uh, somebody in
0: Florida? Hey, ma'am, what's
2: happening?
0: Oh, hey, hi. Um, I uh, how did you, how did you uh, you know, like, what, what, what kind of, what, what feeling was it with you that that uh, you know, like that there was something more that there was there was more to be understood about life and whatnot. Um, so like, well,
1: you mean when I was um. When I was listening to Sydney Banks, that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what was what led you to, to listening to Sydney Banks? Like, what was the, what was what was what was missing with you?
1: Oh, oh, you mean like way back when in the beginning? Yeah, ma'am. Oh, yeah. You know uh, what led me to it was I was an angry person. I didn't uh, physically fight people. But I would be bothered, annoyed by people. I would argue. I would get angry all the time. And um, and uh, it just, uh, one day, um, uh, one day as the story goes, I uh, was, uh, I woke up early on a Sunday and I wanted to get a cup of coffee at home and read the Sunday paper. And it didn't, it wasn't delivered so, I called them up, and it, you go through a phone tree and all of that, you know. And I was just getting angry, and um, you know, I yelled at the person that answered the phone and all. And uh, when I hung up, it just dawned on me. It just dawned on me that I didn't want to be this way anymore. And uh, so then I, um, I you know, like I was when I hung up, I, I realized my wife was sleeping. In her in bed, and my son, who was two at the time, was sleeping in his bed, and all of that just came to me, and, it's, and I just didn't want to be this way anymore, that way. So I called a friend who um, supervised me in my training, and he said, "There's this man who's really seen something. You ought to go here." And so that's what happened. And uh, you know that you know that feeling. I don't know if you felt that feeling. That's that kind of feeling that you say, you know what? I want to feel better than I'm feeling. I want to change. And once you really see that honestly with yourself, uh, you go, you go find a way to feel better, you know? Uh, yeah,
0: absolutely. I know exactly yeah. what you're
1: talking
2: about.
1: Yeah, so that's what happened. And, um then I went to a seminar that Sydney Banks was putting on, and it was only like a week later. And that's when I had that realization that um um my feelings are just created through thought, through thought. I really saw that, and it started to change. Yeah, I got
0: you Did that's that help? A, luckily, yeah. luckily, uh, <laughs> when I felt that feeling, three principles were the first thing that I was introduced to to change that, so I got lucky there, but uh,
1: you got lucky, no kidding, you got lucky,
0: yeah, there wasn't really any. You know, beating around the bush. It was just kind of, you know, the very first thing I tried. But uh, anyway, I appreciate it, man.
1: Now, can I ask you something?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Would would you be willing to share any point you have seen about the principles? Have you seen something that is about the principles that you could share?
0: Well, I'd, love, me, I'd love to hear it. With me, man, it's and I'm I'm the, the, where we're at. It's not. They don't. Focus on religion or anything, but all my life I always have, and so for me to understand it immediately, it was like uh, the this this inner peace yeah is, it the three principles is trying to get you to to be a part of to me yeah. is, is yeah. what any anybody who's a christian sh- should be searching for their whole life it's it's your your inner wisdom is is uh the Holy Spirit. And um that's you know, and I've always kind of looked at it since I've, you know, heard about the three principles, that's how I viewed it. And and it made it real easy for me to understand that that uh if you wanna if you want to uh l- the closer that you are to God, the more he can lead you kind of, use you as he wants to. And um that him leading me would be like that inner peace, like living in that inner peace would be, I'd be completely malleable to to however he he wants me to be shaping, you know. So that's kind of how I look
1: at it. Wow, man, that is beautiful. And that, what you call peace, is that deeper feeling I've been talking about today. You, You know, we call it different things because we put some words on it. But when we're you are so right that when we in that deeper feeling we're assisted, you know we're guided yeah and got it. Um, yeah 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 so so it, thank you so much I'm glad you you asked the question and that you shared that that was that, that really touched me what you had to say yeah, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, so so thank it. you for that, yeah for
1: sure thank buddy. You for that. so um uh, I, I just want to talk to anybody. Can, you can see, um, you can see the value of hearing from people, huh? Wasn't that beautiful? So I'm going to go on to the next person in line here, and I don't have a name for you at all. Um, but if you raised your hand, if you could talk, I just heard you.
3: Hi. Breathe.
1: Hi. 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 <laughs> There's no name or anything that comes up, so I just uh, didn't know what, how to um,
3: let you know it was you. Is it me? Yeah? But, yeah, it's you. Okay, thanks. Hi, Mark. And Hi. so first of all, I just, wanted, I just wanted to say that the guy who just spoke, it was amazing what he said. Isn't it? Yeah, amazing. And second of all, I just wanted to share something about the this deeper feeling that you were talking about, feeling of uh, gratitude and love. Okay. So so it's a short story. So I I was on the teleseminar seminar a few months ago, and I can't remember which month it was, and I asked you a question. We were experiencing uh, pregnancy loss after four years of uh, waiting. And I asked you how to deal with it. And uh, I don't even remember what you answered. But the next day, then we we lost the pregnancy. And I was very... Me and... Both me and my wife were very depressed about it, very upset. And I woke up in the morning and I was very... Feeling very, very down. And like I wasn't... I wasn't in my normal uh, me. And um, understandably... And then um, I know I know the whole time that that it's a matter of time that's gonna pass. I'm gonna feel better at some point. Both me and my wife are gonna feel better, and life is gonna continue. But I didn't try to force like uh, positive uh, thoughts into my head. Or like I know it's normal to be upset. It's normal to to, to experience what I'm experiencing, and uh, I just let myself be where I was. And then at some point. In the day, then I was, suddenly I had like a glimpse of uh, of gratitude within the depression, within the very upsetting uh, feelings I was experiencing. I had like a, a very, a split second of seeing like how amazing my life is, how like everything I have to be thankful for, everything I have to have gratitude for, my family and my, like my whole life. I love people that people love me, and it was like really a second and from that second on, like my whole my whole state of feeling changed. I was like suddenly yeah. experiencing the whole situation in a completely different way. yeah I was feeling love and peace and and it was amazing, so I was feeling that the deeper feeling that you're talking about, I think,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you you both of you that have shared have touched me so deeply already. i thank you so much for sharing that and and I love uh, the I love what you're sharing about the poss- the the possibility of what what can happen to us uh, and that you didn't try to change your state of mind. Yet something occurred that completely changed something for you that that can happen and that when you live at when that level when you do gain that from your wisdom from the intelligence that you are and it, it's there for you it's there for you what it what it provided you and um thank you so much for sharing that and I love the piece that you just knew It's kind of like what I was saying earlier that you keep an eye open. You don't try to Mm -hmm. get strategies to make yourself feel better because it wouldn't have been, if you used the strategy, it wouldn't have worked. But when you were able to gain an insight again from the intelligence that you are, it guided you. It gave you, uh, it gave you the healing. You said it much better than me. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 both of you have said it much better than me, but I just wanted to add a few points to what you were saying. But you both have touched the end you ever uh uh I just wanted it was... to share with you oh I'm sorry.
3: Sorry. I think that was uh well, being being opened to uh, possibility. Yeah. It's
1: another way of saying um it's another way of saying just keep an eye there, just know right, that God not exactly. for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And again, you know these Thank calls, you. yeah, yes, these calls are just so um, meaningful for everybody. And just hearing your hearing from you, that's what I wanted in setting up the telecine. was a community where. People have an opportunity to share, so there was one more person here that had their hand raised, and I lost you, I think. Hold on one second um, um there was a person who had their hand raised, but I think uh was it was kind of the name was Minnie it, it, did you still have something you wanted to share? Yeah. Minnie, is it Minnie?
2: Uh, Mark. Yes. Hi, this is Kathy Elliott. Did you get me?
1: Did you see my yeah. name come up? Did okay. you have a? Did you have something you wanted to share? I, I do.
2: Oh Okay. I have, I, is that okay? Sure oh okay i've got I've got a question first of all, I want to see the two gentlemen before me what what beautiful what beautiful stories thank you um I have a question I've been wanting to ask for a long time, and it might involve unrecognized thought, but I'm real glad you came up with this topic today because um although you know I understand the principles and et cetera. I uh, not only had my own situation, but I'm going to be working with uh, partners of people who uh, found out that their partners are sex addicts, and when I went through the death of my partner and then finding out later that the entire 27 years we were together, she had a life separate from me as a sex addict, and what that did to me emotionally, even though I had that even though, of course, I understood the principles and put one foot in front of the other for many, many months. You know, there's something else that goes on in us when our lives are broken that way. And I, I wonder if you could speak to it. It's, You know, it's not just thought and it's not being able to turn around on a dime with an insight because your entire life is been taken away all your pictures and photographs and memories and what you thought you had and etc. and so the people you know that i'm working with are pretty well demolished and it's this is real hard to verbalize but i just wondered if you could speak to this idea that when something this traumatic happens to a um, you know how how do we start rebuilding um, in, when we are overcome with such pain and anger, which I know is thought, but it it's it's like out of control thought because it's the entirety of the way we've been blindsided by this information. You know, is is pretty overwhelming. Now, does, it, does any of that make sense to you?
1: Yeah, it sure does.
2: Um... So, uh,
1: there's, a, there's a lot to share with you on this and the thing about it in the sense of the timing of our teleseminar is one, I'm sorry you went through this. Understanding that thought creates feelings doesn't make the feelings unreal. It doesn't mean that they're false. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're not meaningful. It doesn't downplay them. It, it's really just seeing how the principles play out in our day to day lives. And um, there's no way you could have an experience of what you discovered without having thought. There's no way you wouldn't have been able to discover it, you wouldn't have known anything. And the experience of devastating, of devastation, or whatever, of your life is not unreal. It's not unreal, but devastation is a creation of thought, the idea of devastation. It's not downplaying anything. It's just the truth of the matter now. The thing that the principles provide people who are in a devastating reality in a traumatic experience is the fact that 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 that, that experience does not touch the spiritual wisdom and intelligence they are. It can't do away with the fact that you are mind and the intelligence and wisdom of of creation is, is what you are a part of. It cannot take that away. Wow. And today, today, when I talked about keeping an eye on it, even though you're wrapped in your thought-created reality, me too, um, is that you don't want to lose sight, that uh, you have this, you are guided by this intelligence that you are. You are a part of mine. You are God. And that you don't lose it just because you're in a traumatic experience or devastated or lost your, lost your balance. Uh, and that it is there for you to, and it will come to your aid as it can. Where, where we, where we get into trouble is we say, well, why can't I see it now? You know, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, sure. but that whole that whole thing is just a mystery. But what you want to keep an eye on—that's what, what what all all of all three of you have shared, and what I've been sharing in my own words is, you want to share what you are. I mean, you want to keep an eye on the fact that there are deep, deep feelings that will heal anything. Yes, there are. they will heal anything. So. Uh, as you go through it, understanding the principles has this beautiful message of hope, and that's what keeps people afloat. Who don't who, people who don't know of the principles sink. So again, I really want you to see, and everybody on the call to see that I, even though you realize that thought creates feelings, it doesn't mean your feelings are unreal. It doesn't mean they're false. It doesn't mean they're fake. It, it isn't. You're living in your separate reality, which is real. That's the power of the principles. Yet, huh. you don't, you don't want to give up on the fact that thought creates devastation. It creates, the, it creates desperation. It creates discouragement. But you don't want to do it against yourself. You just want to see that there's something to see here that uh, is about the nature of thought. And the deeper piece, though, is that you have within you at any moment uh, a deeper wisdom, intelligence that will show you a way out. And that carries with it a feeling And the feeling is love and understanding. And that is deeper than we can imagine. So you know that it's there, and you, you work your way through healing, keeping an eye on that, and at some point it comes up, like those two men shared. They see, like that person who lost the pregnancy shares That feeling of love came up and gave him gratitude. So that's what I meant today by these existence of these deeper feelings beyond what we could imagine and that you keep, just keep an eye on them. And that's the hope.
2: Yes. Thank you very much. That's, that'll be, that's very helpful with clients. I see to go deeper, to go deeper with them, to give them hope sooner. Then I got it. Thank you very much, Mark. Very oh, oh,
1: okay. Well, thank you so much again for sharing. Without it's just the benefit of us being able to to talk together and to share our thoughts together. What your thoughts are, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. You can see that when people share it, it allows all of us to deepen our understanding. Um we have a few minutes left and there's one more person here. So you raised your hand and I again I it's just telling me there's a cell phone in San Jose. So <laughs> is your, Hi Mark Can you hear me? Oh hi, that is you. Yes.
4: Hi. Yes. Hi, this is Pamela. Hi. How are you? Good. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to also touch on what um, they were saying to other people before me. Um, it, it really does help me a lot to know that, uh, you know, I, I have an understanding of the three principles, and I was doing, you know, it, it really helped me through some major things in my life. And I recently, for a while, I've had some really uh, difficult situations come up in my life that, that knocked me off balance again, and um, I was even beginning to wonder, you know, what happened to my three principles, you know? And it sounds kind of crazy because they're always there, but it made me think, you know, what's wrong with me? Um, why can't I get back there where I was before these things occurred? And and I, I was it, to the point to where I was almost beating myself up over that as well, and, and yeah. it, it, it sort of Like you said, it took its time. At least I felt that it took its time. But it's because I I was not, I was in a a place where I was trying to do it myself and go against my wisdom, I guess, you know, that I wasn't able to see the answers. And once I started to, you know, think about the principles a little more and and sit, I had to sit and be quiet and, and realize that, they they're there. I just needed to work through these things with myself. I needed to figure out, you know, what I really wanted and, and where I was trying to go with this, you know, um, when when I was trying to work out the solutions. And until I just relaxed and was able to get quiet, it wasn't until then that I was able to to know, okay, you know, this is okay. I'm okay. Everything is still okay. I just need to, you know, let things Work themselves out in a way, it's like sometimes the answers come to you, but you don't always want to hear them, but I had to hear them you know mhm and it and when I did finally listen, that's when things you know start to unravel and and things start to go you know the way they're meant to go and and that's when the peace comes in you know that's when the yeah. peace sets in when you finally yeah. start to understand that you know you can't always be like a super person and Make things go your way. They, that's not the way it works, you know. Sometimes things are going to go the way they should go, and you just have to understand that that everything's still okay, you know. So um, for oh, for that, I feel like I know where she's coming from because I yeah. felt that that you know that out of control of thought, and um, you just have to sometimes just settle with it and, and let it. and and stop worrying about the fact that you are an uncontrollable thought because it's not until then that the answers just come to you and and you realize that you're still okay. You're okay, no matter what happened before. You know, it's all in the past, and now, right now, you're okay. So I just want to...
1: So thank you. That was beautiful, and uh, that was just another beautiful sharing. And, uh, you know... If you again get touched, get a glimpse of the fact that you are, you are these principles. You are mind. How can you not be okay? There's nothing that. But the the mind is the intelligence behind the universe, and so you you are that. But uh, the other piece I wanted to just share with everyone: you can hear again, like we talked about, like I talked about earlier today. How the wisdom spoke to her. See, it, it came to her to relax. It came to her. All that she's sharing with us now about what to do and so forth was what, what what came to her mind to help, her. and it spoke in her words. And she comes up with her own her own way to deal with difficult circumstances of life. And um, again. Um, um, we're close to having to stop for today. And I, and I, and I treated that last sharing rather briefly. There was a lot to it. And I just wanted to again, um, thank everyone who is part of the tele-seminars. There will be a recording on my website in the community page. So you want to go to the community page of my website which is uh, www.3principlesinstitute.org. And, um, but the recording is going to be there in a little bit because uh, uh, my uh, helper is on vacation. <laughs> so maybe a week before the recording gets up there. But this is just a beautiful tele seminar. Thank you all for being part of it, and thank you for sharing the people that we just... You know, I was touched by the wisdom all four of you shared. Again, thanks for being part of this with me, and um, we'll talk with you next month. Have a good month, and we'll talk with you in July. Bye, everybody.
4: The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference.